0: You hear that music you know what that means it's america's heroes group roundtable which she serves she matters what she voices a coalition partner sister soldier marches national women's history and disability awareness month today is saturday march 12th 2022 our host is cliff kelly our, i'm the co-host sean claiborne our executive media producer is glenda smith and our digital media producer is ivan ortega of scouts honor productions and we have our great partner on the line she is a u.s army veteran and president and, and ceo of Shevet inspire miss sister soldier how you doing
1: hey there how are you
0: pretty good so good. what's new when you're in your part of the world
1: i to be here
0: what's new when you're part of the world
1: well, well, so it's Women's History Month, and we've been celebrating uh, women veterans and their voices through She Voices online magazine and and also through Black History Month. So it's been quite exciting to just see the women and the things that they're doing. It's just been amazing.
0: Hmm. And some of the things you wanted to talk about today was about reshaping certain things in people's lives. Tell us what that is. And then also... Give us some ideas about how we could be doing things better in 2022.
1: Yeah, yeah. So really, with the economy going in the direction that it has, we know that inflation is popping up. And um, so I wanted to really just kind of like give some information for the listeners to start thinking financially savvy. And one of the ways that we can do that is to start to build a strong financial uh, foundation using strategic measures. Um That starts with really, as in everything, you know, we were taught in the military that we have to assess where we are first, mm-hmm. right? right? So we don't just go running into something, but we assess where we are to look at where we are with our debt, make a list of them, make a list and be aware of the rates that we're, we're spending. And a lot of times, uh, financial, um, services will reduce that if we ask, Mm -hmm. but if we never ask, they won't, they won't bother because they're, they're on the upside, you know? Mm -hmm. So we want to start getting in the front of our mind. What are the things that we can do? Even if, the credit is poor, you know, or a low credit score. There's still the probability of going in and asking, making arrangements to uh, make the, the the amount that the, that's contributed even out to what's what you can afford as the the months go by to kind of stretch the dollar mm-hmm. and to be cognizant of how can I maybe take lower my interest rate and start saving that money or put it in a some type of a fund that will earn some money. Now we know that a lot of the, the banks right now they're not they're not paying anything. They're giving 0.01%. That's not even a penny. Right. So we want to make sure that we can find vehicles that we can Put that money aside, maybe a money market or maybe uh, something. There are two resources that I will
0: share later,
1: but we want to start looking in that particular um, direction.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important you touched on something that people don't realize. Oftentimes, a lot of financial institutions, particularly if you have credit card debt, you can actually call them up. Don't run from your credit card debt or don't try to hide under a table. Call up those, those, those uh, institutions and let them know you're having trouble paying. They have hardship programs at most, almost every major institution. A lot of these came out of the, the housing crisis that kind of linger with us still today and also are, are kind of re-implemented during the pandemic. Call them up, you know, talk to them, let them know that, hey, I'm having trouble paying uh, my credit card bill. And like you said, they'll oftentimes lower your interest rate. Or in, and oftentimes, mm-hmm. turn your revolving debt, your revolving credit line, into maybe a fixed loan where you can afford the payments because they don't want you to default on their loan. They don't want a bad debt any more than you want to default in your debt. You know, so I think that's great information. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, rates are very, very low, but there's other things you can do.
1: Yeah, and 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 the other thing is to look at how much are you investing every month. You know, am I am I investing enough? That's going to Set me up for my future, even if it's if it's a small amount. We have to start somewhere, but there should be some level of investment that we are contributing to our future. I don't care if it's a dollar, or ten dollars a week. It's something because what happens is it begins to create a an emergency fund that gives us at least if the paycheck is short one month or whatever then now you have a cushion, you have something to fall back on. Now, um, economists tell us we should have at least anywhere from three to six months of funds put aside so that we could pick up the slack or or carry ourselves through when there is is, uh, challenging times, such as increased uh, rates or uh, loss of employment. So we want to work towards that as much as possible. And then we can make a list of the organizations that we have accounts with. You know, are we paying direct deposit or direct – are they withdrawing from our account? We need to be aware of that because so many times we have things that are being automatically withdrawn and we're no longer using it Mm -hmm. and we didn't even – we don't think about it. You know, I Mm -hmm. know personally, um, like – I need to go through my Apple account, right? They, we, we apply to these apps sometimes or even the newsletter, New York Times, or whatever the case may be, and we're not reading them. And yet every month they're taking $10 out. So those add up. Mm-hmm. So we have several apps that is automatically withdrawing out of our account and we're not using them, that's a way to save money that we can put into an investment or put aside for that emergency
0: account. Right. We don't even realize oftentimes we get these promotions for a free month, 330-day trial period, and then those trial periods go. And then oftentimes, sometimes we even link that stuff to our credit cards, so we're not paying it off right away, so we're actually paying interest on top of these automatic debits coming out of our accounts. I think it's critical, particularly right now, because inflation is such a big deal. When I mean, going to the grocery store, I mean, food prices are going through the roof. Going to the gas station, gas is like national at $4.50 a gallon nationally. They're talking about possibly $7 a gallon. For example, here in Chicago already hit $7 a gallon in parts of California. So, I mean, yeah. that being said, imagine, just think about how expensive it's going to be for you to drive to work at $7 a gallon. That seven dollars a gallon is is competing with your you know Amazon Prime membership that you don't even use or that you know Netflix program you watch Skid Game, Squid Game the Squid Game that Squid Game is gone and you've already seen that but you still got their subscription you know so you got to look at yeah. that stuff go through your account statements and look at that stuff and start canceling these things.
1: Yeah, yeah, and even you know I um because I'm I'm rarely watching TV these days. So I ended up uh, just getting, base, you know, not basic Internet, but getting uh, a really good uh, speed Internet at my home and then getting the Roku. Mm-hmm. Because Roku has those same things, but it minuses the monthly payment of that, bringing that. I, I lowered my cable bill a $100 just by getting a Roku stick.
0: That's a that tank of gas month. right there, two tanks of gas for some people. Yeah. <laughs> Every month. You know, and this way. was
1: before the, 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 the uh, inflation began to rise, but I think about it, and it's like, wow, I'm really glad that I did that back then. Mm-hmm. So these are just things that we could kind of consider. I know we don't want to do without them, but there are ways and there are opportunities out there for us to lower those expenses and still have that, that uh, level of lifestyle that we want. And be savvy about it at the same time.
0: I agree. I think it's really important to really take, like we learned in the military, to prioritize things that are most important. So if those things are most important, you got to get those things out of the way. And then all those those luxury items or those those uh, those comfort items, we want to start to look at those things and see if we can truly truly afford them. And then once upon a time, yeah. there was no such thing as a Netflix. Once upon a time, there was no such thing as, as you know this uh, Amazon TV and all that type of stuff that you know that we spend money on. But we forget, you know. We forget about those days, and we forget about this—yeah—taking a walk in the park with your girlfriend, or going, taking your dog out to the park and throwing the frisbee around. We don't do any of that stuff anymore, which is free. There's all kinds of ways you can enjoy life, and doesn't cost you anything.
1: Mm Hmm. And that's the real pleasure, right there, is being able to enjoy and embrace family and friends without having to always go and you know spend money eat out or whatever the case may be. It's a lot of pleasure and ex- um, great experiences in life that we, that doesn't cost us anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Now tell me, yeah. about do you recommend, and especially in this time, because uh, I've, I've thought about this a lot, you know, a second job or second source of income because people are, the economy is opening up, people are going back to work. However, we know that wages are not keeping up with inflation. Now, wages have gone up a little bit, but they never keep up with inflation. The last, what, 70 years, wages have always kind of been lagging behind. The prices that are increasing right now, we're getting really big inflation right now. So is, maybe it's a good idea to start thinking about a second source of income, a part-time gig. Assume, because of the pandemic, it seems like there's so many more work-at-home gigs that you can do.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And first, first one of the things that people don't often think about is just simply asking for a raise. Hmm. I know that they may feel like this is not the time, but it it could very well be the time, especially if they haven't requested a raise or received a raise in a long time and they know that they are contributing to the the growth of that organization, then don't undersell yourself, know your worth and ask for a increase in pay. And then we do want to go and consider the one of the ways one of the sure ways to increase your income is to get a second job or find start a side gig. And I wrote, I have some things that like uh, consider babysitting Um, simple things that people, you know, that there's a demand for, and it's not something that people will, will often say no, because there's a plethora of people needing these particular things. And, one would be babysitting, uh, data entry. Ask, you can ask a small business owner or someone who needs data entry, put in, you know, and ask how you can help them with that. Become a consultant, maybe a photographer or, uh, and someone who organizes events, even summits, online events are something that you can help others with that are Um, putting on events, and they don't want to do that. Maybe they don't even know how to do it. If you are a health guru, um, become a consultant to help talk about health and fitness, become an Uber or Lyft driver, you know, do landscaping. So it's just so many different things. Help organize someone's home or organize their taxes. This is tax season. Sometimes people have a lot of receipts and they need help with it. So find some friends and family that are willing to pay and ask them how you can help them get their taxes together, maybe a uh, pet sitting, you know, or better yet social media. And last but not least, if you do want to work home remotely, then I, I have the solution for that, especially with our training again is project management. Mm. So helping a business, um, keep their, their management and their flow of their contracts and different things that they have going on in their organizations, becoming a project manager for that organization and will allow you to be able to work remotely from home. And tell and us real quick. She
0: that. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell us tell us real quick. Tell us about your organization and for so people some people don't know, even though we've mentioned this before in our show, but tell people what you do in your organization and how you help people. You know, uh, get yeah. more empowered uh, to, in the workforce.
1: Yeah. So, so she works digital. We take anyone. We give the basics of project management skills that that can help them to learn the process and procedures, methodologies of project management, the terminology. We walk them through that process, so it's not just a here take the course or whatever the case may be, and then you're on your own. But we're walking them through that, making sure that they understand. And then we help them craft whatever their their niche is, their specialty, so that they can work remotely from home if they want to become a consultant, if they want to uh, work in, in – one of our specifics is podcast production – so we teach them how to do podcast production, and because podcasting is one of the things that is is booming right now, a lot of people have podcasts and they don't have the time or the know with all how to process it. So we teach them how they can go through that that process and that flow. The other thing is, um, if they want to use it for social media management, if they want to use it for digital media or product development, or program development, then we also help them find employment. So it's taking the skills that we have, learning the processes and, the, and procedures for project management, and then you, you have the opportunity to use it. We will even help set up, teach them how to set up a business and run it as a freelancer. Mm. And then we match them with employers. Now, is so this, this digital media production we're talking about extent. is this
0: in the digital world only or is this in, or this does this cross other types of uh, industries oh
1: across other across other industries as well okay. so we do both we do both so because um giving them the ability to work from home teaching them how to be a freelancer we want to equip the individual for both worlds because working um, with organizations in a in a physical uh, possibility is still valid, so they may want to go and work in a in a office, and it may be something like a hybrid where it might be a little bit of both. But we give them the skill set to be able to know how to work from home and not be stressed about it, because working from home is totally different than working in an office environment. And so they have to learn to begin to get focused and and how do we set the hours and how do we manage and work from the computer at home? A lot of people are not familiar with Zoom. Mm. And if they are familiar with Zoom, then that's a plus. But just getting started, it it opens up the door for anyone to be able to, to bring in a form of income and stay ahead of the game. Because soon that's going to be the work environment. And we want to prepare now and not wait until doors are really shut in our face and say, well, if you're not able and
0: not knowledgeable on working from home, then we can't use you. You know, Mm -hmm. that's correct. And I want to make sure the audience knows that we're going to ask you to give your social media information and also your contact information so people want to. Learn more about your program and or get or get your services. Learn how to be entrepreneurs. Learn how to do work in the social media field, and to the digital media uh, industry. They can connect with you. One thing I noticed that in the world is that you've seen a lot of uh, at home jobs that were they're lingering on from the pandemic because I think the business world seemed to understand or learn that it's a lot cheaper and more cost effective to do a lot of these jobs that used to require you going to an office. Now you can do them. At home, this, this, but you, as you mentioned, there were strict guidelines. Oftentimes, when mm-hmm. you're working from home, tell us about some of those strict guidelines.
1: Well, strict guidelines is employers want to know that they, that if they hire someone, they are structured to be able to help them increase their bottom line. That's the whole thing. If you're not able to manage their product pro, um, projects and collaborate and communicate with the team, not being in a physical environment, then it's very difficult for them to feel comfortable that their business will continue to flow. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the, you know, the restrictions right there. Then you have people who their health is still not as, as, uh, as high or as, as elevated as they'd like. And so it's still a warning for them, a kind of, but they need to yield to, possible covid so they have to be able to work in a an environment that is not going to put them in that in that uh jeopardy so then you have the employers and and in most cases many employers i'm pretty sure they're ecstatic right now that they are not in a building because that building was costing them a lot of overhead and it's less expensive by having their employers work from home. Cut and you again,
0: off there, uh, Sister Soldier, so tell us um, before you go, tell us how do we connect with you? Give us your, your uh, social media information. How do we connect with you?
1: Well, they can connect with me on LinkedIn, Sister Soldier um, on LinkedIn. And also they can go to she Works Digital. And um check out the remote work environment from there. And you can find me. I'm um, all over that, that those that website and LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook
0: and Instagram as well. I appreciate your time, Sister Soldier. You're always giving us good information and you're always telling us great things about the digital media field. I appreciate you. Appreciate you as well, Sean. Thank you very much. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.